Uh, my name is Roberto, I'm 42, I am Italian, and I moved to London about five years ago. Um, I studied uh, as a comic artist uh, many, many years ago, like 20, more than 20 years ago. At that time, I thought that I would be uh, an artist or that I could pursue my dreams. And then living in a small city in Italy, I realized that actually wasn't, that wasn't really easy. So at that time, to pay for my school, I was working in a supermarket and I was more and more involved in, in my job. And little by little, I just forgot my, about my dream and I just sinked into, into a job that wasn't giving me particular satisfactions. And, and once I was here in London, I started feeling more inspired. I started uh, meeting new people, even artists, uh, every kind of people really. And that was so different from everything I had in my small town in Italy and I felt like I could really do everything I wanted. I really wanted to do something for myself. I wanted to show to myself that there was more than just working in a shop. I wanted to feel happy to do something that would make me smile. And so I started drawing again after a long, long time. Uh, I used to go to cafes in central London, meeting people and then have some time to, to sketch, to put some ideas together. And, and that's actually how my main character, Adam, uh, came out. An ex-colleague, when I used to work in a tea shop, told me that I should uh, let the world see what I was doing because it was of no use keeping it in a drawer. And that's when I created my first Instagram account. I started sharing some of my stuff. Another friend gave me the idea of putting everything on t-shirts. And so I printed a few samples. It was just like five or six samples. I remember uh, going to Gran Canaria. It was 2016, I think. And I was with a group of friends and I started stopping people like literally, oh, you're hot, take your t-shirt off, wear this, I'm gonna take some pictures of you for my Instagram account. So with six samples, I took pictures of probably like 30 people and I started posting. So people had the illusion that it was already popular, but actually I was just making it up, uh, but it worked apparently. And after that, I was very, very motivated. I wanted to, to be able to, to live that. In the meantime, I moved to other jobs. I worked in a, uh, in a houseware uh, shop, and then I started working in a theater. And, and then I started knocking on many, many doors. I was literally sending messages to everybody, like uh, organizers or bear events everywhere in Europe and I was like can I come and, and sell my stuff at your event some of them were really nice and supportive so that's how I started and that's how people started knowing that I existed and and after a while I was able uh, to leave my job in the theater and just start dedicating all my time and energy to designing 
and that was the best thing I did in my life because I could finally say honestly, yes, I am happy. I think that's the greatest achievement. And then I started knocking on many, many doors. I was literally sending messages to everybody like uh, organizers or bear events everywhere in Europe. And I was like, can I come and, and sell my stuff at your event? Some of them were really nice and supportive. So that's how I started. And that's how people started knowing that I existed. The first shop uh, that gave me an opportunity. So the first one I would like to mention is Prowler in London. So I, I was a completely no one. And they gave me the opportunity of displaying my stuff there. They believed in me. And, and that's where my heart still is. They are still uh, selling some of my designs. They have t-shirts, they have mugs, they have uh, greeting cards, some good stuff. They have fans. Uh, yeah, because now uh, you can also find fans, which I find amazing. It's so funny when you go to, especially in Spain, uh, you, can, you can go on a beach and you can hear vroom all the time. Uh, it's, it's not really because you need the fun, it's, it's a game. It's, you, you play with that, but it's amazing, it's super fun. Anyway, there are many shops, uh, especially in Germany. In Germany, they love what I do for some reason. So I have most of the shops selling my stuff in Germany. And, and then in, in Belgium, in, in the Netherlands, in, in Spain. Now uh, the new ones are in, in France. And then also a couple in the, in the US. Uh, for me, a great satisfaction is that sometimes organizers or parties are asking me to go uh, because they like the idea of having me there because through Instagram, I have quite a few followers now. People know who I am, what I do. And so at a bear party, having me is like an extra. Uh, so people are happy to go even because they cannot find my stuff everywhere. So they're happy to come to meet me, to have a chat. And I am a hugger. So when I meet people and I understand that they like what I do, I hug everybody because for me, it's, it's amazing. I'm, I'm so grateful to every single person because I really feel that if I am happier now, I owe this to every single person who helped me buying even just a t-shirt. So for me, it's great. And, but I have to say that now uh, my designs are quite well known. Uh, they are sold in about 20 between shops and a few bars uh, all over Europe and a couple in the US as well. Uh, so it feels amazing for me when I see photos of people, for example, like in Palm Springs or Los Angeles wearing my stuff because they bought it in a shop there. It's like, wow, I got quite far from when I started. Yeah, that's great. My main character, Adam, uh, is quite known and loved. I can see that because every time I post something, uh, people comment like as if they really knew the character, Adam, and I love that. And that was actually my purpose because I didn't want just to create some generic designs, like every time a different character or just a random guy. 
but I wanted to have the concept of comic characters. So they would live through t-shirts or illustrations. So I, I like the idea of having just a few characters, but in different situations, I have I had so many people writing me like, oh, this character is exactly me, or it's like my boyfriend. People are stopping me by the street, asking me if I am the character on your t-shirt. And I love that. And I think it's true that my characters are quite buff and I try to make them a bit sexy, but I also try to keep them nice and smiling. I don't like to, to draw like two serious characters, like Grumpy or, I mean, I, I don't believe that Grumpy or serious is necessarily sexy. I believe that a smiling guy, a cheeky guy is way sexier. And that's what I try to translate with my drawings. I always try to, to make my characters look quite happy, joyful. Uh, because, I mean, there are so many de depressed people already. I think they need, and we all need, something cheerful, a smile, even if it's from a fictional character. So, de I, definitely, I definitely need to create more characters because, with my experience, I got to understand that people really need to, uh, to identify with my characters and there are so many types of characters that I have not created. So I definitely need to do that because in a way I feel that I, I owe it to my fans to, to give them someone uh, they can see themselves in. So I, I definitely need to do that. I, I also want to, to create more diverse characters because I started my inspiration was actually in some uh, Japanese comics, mangas, or animes. And especially, I love the work of Jiraiya or Tagame. And in a way, I created that kind of characters. Uh, but, and I did it because that's what I knew. It was just spontaneous. But then I realized that there are so many other people like for example, black guys, chubby guys, and they want to feel represented. And I want to do that. So I, if I haven't really done that so far, it's not because I don't want to. It's just something I didn't think about, but I want to go that direction too. But there are so many different characters that I could create, so I might in the future. But right now, other than that, because I, I owe everything to Bobo Bear to Adam and these kind of characters and I definitely want to keep working uh, towards that direction but I, as an artist I would also like to to do something different and I have a couple of ideas of different lines that I think might work um, it's it's a really new it's we're talking about sketches but for example I did just just for to play around a couple of uh, divas, I did Madonna and Amy Winehouse as animals, as ducks. It was like a caricature, but it was colorful, it was funny, it was different, but still uh, winking to the gay market. And I tried to sell those t-shirts when I was selling my Bobo Bear uh, other products, and they actually had 
quite a good success. And I think there is so much in that kind of idea. And so I started sketching other characters, so like pop divas as different animals. So I'm doing that now, and I think that can be fun. There is a, a big public for that. And I also um, would like to do something different for the bear market. Uh, less sexy characters, but like cute teddy bears. Again, Japanese style maybe, uh, but doing gay things. So maybe some of you know Rilakkuma. It's a Japanese teddy bear. Uh, that would be the main idea, but I would introduce other characters like the um, the polar bear, which would be the daddy, the chubby bear, there would be the otter, there would be the wolf. So all the kind of, it would be basically the, the gay bear zoo. All of them are cute, but doing maybe kinky, naughty things. Uh, I like this kind of dichotomy to see something super cute doing bad stuff. I believe in that. And the interesting thing is that actually I created my main characters, Adam and his partner Ben, at the beginning uh, for a comic. They, uh, in my head, I wanted to create a short gay comic to start uh, displaying uh, what I'm doing, but I never really finished that. That's still a project that stays there. Um, yeah, I wanted to, to create a gay erotic comic. It was actually a porn comic. I, I created a storyboard, everything. I had my story in my head. Uh, the story was actually called Unlocker Adam. It was, my intention was to, to mock the, the magical girls uh, animes where you have these characters transforming into someone different and fighting the evil. So in my, in my world, there was the main character, uh, which was called Adam, but it was actually the ginger guy who then became Ben. So that was the protagonist. He was a shy guy. He was a baker. And, and there was a mascot, like in every Magical Girls anime. But the mascot was a little uh, kind of teddy bear, but really, really... Uh, lazy and bad, giving him really bad advice. And with the power of, of a wristband, this guy, this very shy guy, would transform himself in the in everybody's um, erotic fantasy. It would be the dream bear. So it would be the other Adam, the, the chunky one. Uh, so it would be basically the same person. He would transform himself and his mission was to unlock people who were frustrated with their sexuality. So like, for example, someone who would not have gay sex because he was in the closet for bad reasons or this kind of stuff. So he would, through his mascot, would um, find these people. He would transform himself in this chunky, beautiful Adam his personality would change, it would be much more cheeky. And then through sex, uh, these characters would be, let's say, free. It's such a basic story. I never really finished that, but I thought it would be funny to have something like that. There would be a scene where the character would 
transformed like Sailor Moon and, and the mascots would just be super pissed off like what the fuck are you doing? You never finished it. No, I never finished this comic. It was literally just a storyboard. I don't even know where I have it. It was like very, very quick sketches. I don't know if at some point I might do it, do this. But to be honest, right now, I'm, I am really slow drawing. I am not like a quick drawer. So for me to, to draw a comic would be such a long time investment. Um, and now I just prefer to create illustrations that I can use on, on a t-shirt. I might do, what I want to do actually is to create a design for a t-shirt, which is like a, a comic page. I want to do that, but I don't think you will see a proper comic anytime soon. My little ambition would be at some point maybe to have even a short animation. I would really love that. So I don't know if I can really do that myself because I'm not an animator, but maybe if someone could help me, I would love to have a short animation with my characters. It would, it would be like a little dream to see them really having life. My creative process changed a little bit in time, but not so much. Um, I started drawing everything on paper. Um, I grew up like that, so I'm not really that much into technology, to be honest. I'm old school. So I started 20 years ago when you had to draw on paper, basically, and I keep doing that. So I always sketch on paper, uh, but the thing is that my, my hand is really heavy, so every time I sketch, I need to go there again and again and again, and I destroy the sheet. So sometimes I need to, to do it again on a new sheet. And then, anyway, I have my, my pencil on paper, and I normally use just very normal, like, photocopy paper, very basic stuff. And then on a new sheet, I create the good, the final pencil, and I ink that with just markers, normal markers. I scan it, and then because I like anyway to have very clean lines, I normally clean my lines with uh, Adobe Illustrator. And once I have the perfect outline, I color it with Photoshop. So let's say that the, the line art is made just on paper and the rest is computer. What happens is that I was an amateur when I was doing that, and, very, and now it's, it's not only a passion, but it's also my job. So I need to do it professionally, and I need to think about all the time I'm wasting, because believe me, I waste a lot of time doing whatever, really. And so I need to focus, and I need to, to have, to, to do things optimizing my time. So that's why I bought a new laptop, which is a Surface Pro. I don't know if I can say that, if it's publicity, I don't care, that's what I use. And then you can detach your screen. And so basically I have a, um, a tablet and I use that now to sketch. So I can just sketch there. I don't destroy that because it's not a sheet of paper. So I can draw as much as I want there. And so you can work on layers, you can ink there, you can do everything. And then, so I use just a very, very simple uh, app for sketching. 
and then once I have the, the finished outline, which is what I was doing on paper, anyway, I pass it on Photoshop and I color it there because I think it's, it's the best program to color. What I really love in general as a quality is honesty and transparency. I, I am the type of guy that what you see is what you get. I don't like dramas, I don't like to hide things and then to have like a big bad reveal. I like to be like very upfront with, about who I am and what I do and I expect the, the same from other people. That's why actually I, I've been in a relationship for just a little bit more than one year now but the quality that I most appreciate in my partner is that he's a very honest guy. I can really see that what he says is what he does and I, and I would never expect bad surprises because he's a very transparent person. I love that. It's probably the, the best quality for me. Okay, um, sit back a little bit. Um, tell me something you couldn't live without. I, mm, I, my life in London is, is good, but of course, I've been here for almost five years and I have friends here. I have good friends that I love. Um, I, I would say that it wouldn't be the same without my good friends. I, couldn't, I could not live without. One of my, my best friends in London is John. If you're seeing that, this, I love you very much. And, and I couldn't live without my other good friends I met many, many years ago in Italy, like my best friend Danilo who lives in Zurich, or my friends Francesco, Giancarlo, Giacomo in Italy. It's, it's very personal, but even, even though now I live in London, it's amazing every time I go back to Italy and I see them, or when they come and see me in London, we spend time together, or we go on a holiday together. I really feel like my life wouldn't be the same without them, because it's amazing when you feel that you are really loved by someone and loved not because they just love your art or they think you are someone, but people you really spent a lot of intimate time with. They really know who I am inside. They really know who they are. And sometimes we just call to be each other's psychologist and, and say, just be there for each other. I couldn't live without that. My childhood was honestly a very happy time for me and I have a lot of fun memories. I remember that, for example, I don't really remember, but my mother told me many times that when I was just two, uh, she went to the tailor and she really needed me to behave. So the tailor gave me a sheet of paper, a pencil, and she said, behave, be good, we're busy now. And I was okay. And when they came back, I already drew uh, an anime character, Candy Candy. She was a, a poor, super sad uh, orphan girl, but I loved that cartoon. And, and my mother was amazed because she didn't expect a two-year-old to draw. Of course, that was just lines and dots and very simple stuff, but still, for what she says, it was quite advanced. So I love to think that my journey through art started there when I was two-year-old, just by chance. But I also have a lot of memories, like I, 
I didn't have a lot of friends. When I was a, a kid, I was quite introverted. Uh, I mean, both my parents were very quiet people and probably I took from them this. And I, I grew up not really express myself too much. In fact, I only had one very good friend. I had my best friend, Stefano. He was a guy, uh, a boy living uh, opposite to, to my house. Uh, he was like three years older than me. And we used to spend all the time together from when I was five until my 20s. We spent a lot of time together, especially. We, we were both creative. We loved um, animes and comics. So we spent a lot of time doing silly things. We were like recording fake uh, news or drawing, playing a lot. Um, and I, I think that I started drawing, being a bit more focused on the quality of my drawings when I was with him. It was, it was really pushing me towards that direction because he liked that. He wasn't really able to do that, but he could see that I, that I had maybe some talent. And it was really pushing me. And I'm really thankful because probably I discovered my passion even through him. And I was drawing a lot of different characters. And yeah, so probably those are my fondest memories from my childhood. Time being creative. And, and also time spent with my mother, yes. So at this point, if you're curious and you want to uh, see or buy my stuff, you can just go on www.bobo-bear.com. You will find all my products, my designs, and another beautiful thing that I added. It's the bear calendar. So you will see where I'm going to be in the world and when, but especially you will see all the main bear events in the US, in Europe. So even if I'm not there, if you have some holidays, if you wanna meet some hot bears, you can go there. Uh, I love to think that that can be um, a point of reference where you can go. Look for all the events, the nearest to you, or if you go in a holiday, let's say in France, you wanna see what's in France during those days, you can go check there and have fun. You're welcome.